Welcome to today's broadcast, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Dr. Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church in Goldsboro, North Carolina. Today's message, we would like to continue on the true gospel because I think there's some really great things here that we need to dig out a little bit and really search out and, and try to understand this revelation that he's trying to get us to understand. Because the Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, and this is a powerful scripture, and everybody's taken it, and we've made a doctrine out of it. But I want to clear some things up today. The Bible says here, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, we've used this scripture, and we've taught a doctrine with this scripture. But the Bible says that let everything be established upon two or three witnesses. Now the word confess here is the word, is two Greek words and it's the word homo loga. And the word homo means the same and loga means to speak what he spoke. So in other words, this is true. That if we say what he said about our sins, that doesn't mean tell everybody in the whole world and God every day how bad you've been. That word means to say what he said about your sins. Now what has he said about your sins? He said, "Is your sins are, are gone to be remembered no more. Now, when, when he was talking to people here, he was talking to agnostic. And you say, well, pastor, I want you to prove that. Well, I'm going to. Let's go to 1 John chapter 1, verse 8. And it says this, If we say that we have no sin, now that word is singular there. And that's talking about a sin nature. That's not talking about you doing things that are wrong in the flesh. This is talking about your sin nature. So he's saying, if we say... If we say that we have no sin, then we deceive ourselves. So we were born through, because of Adam's fall in the garden, we were born with a sin nature. Everybody has that sin nature because of Adam's fall. Everybody were made sinners, born sinners. You couldn't do anything about it. That's the powerful thing of understanding what happened. That's why you and I need to be born again into the Spirit because as we're born again to the Spirit, we have a new nature. Our old nature's passed away. we become a new creature and old things have passed away. And this is a great thing. So we want to go on and read this. And the truth is not in us. So if we say we have no sin, if we, do, if we say that we were not born with a sinful nature, then the truth not in us. If we say that we have not sinned, now we're talking about the physical aspects of that. So you got to read this text. If we say we haven't sinned, we haven't missed a mark, we haven't made mistakes, then we make him a liar and the, and the word's not in us. We all agree with that. But then you, you cup uh, one and nine in between that. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now we know all of that is true, but you got to see who he's talking to here. He's not talking to believers in these texts. He's talking to unbelievers. And this is, is the power of this revelation because we've taken this text and said, you know, you've got to confess your sins. If you don't confess your sins, then, then you're messed up. See, you don't confess your sins so he'll forgive you. You can say your sins are forgiven because you're already forgiven. You don't, see, if, if you, your confession would make your sins go away, then the cross would not be needed. What I'm trying to say is that when Jesus died on the cross, he take, you know what he said in John 1.29, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. Now that word taketh away means he's removed your sins. We do not have a sin problem in the world. We have a, we have a, we have a, a, a problem with people. We have a people problem. And the reality of that is that because people are not born again operating in the things of the Spirit, the revelation of this message of don't do, don't do, better do, performance and all these things have gotten us away from the idea. So we see here something that is really powerful because the Bible said in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 14, for by one offering he has forever perfected those that are being sanctified. So with one offering he cleansed us from ever of all of our sins because this is the power of this true gospel. 
Because the Bible said that God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him in John 3.17. Now, everybody knows 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his only begotten son that whoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that's the great thing about this revelation of grace, that he has delivered us and freed us. And it's not about you every day and being sin conscious, but it's about every day knowing that you've been forgiven and you've been freed. And when, the, when you miss it, say, Lord, I thank you that I'm the right of God. I'm blessed coming and going in everything that I do. And what a powerful revelation that is to know that we've been forgiven. See, the great thing about knowing we've been forgiven is we no longer have a consciousness of sin. We need to be God conscious instead of sin conscious. And so all the time we're worried about what we're going to do wrong or make sure I've confessed something or make sure every... Listen, he took all your sins and cast them as far as the east as the west to be remembered no more. See, you're not in the process of being forgiven. You have been forgiven. And what a wonderful thing it is to know that you and I have been forgiven. We've been free because of the purpose of Jesus Christ. We've been free because of the finished work of the cross. What a great revelation that is. You know, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 9 tells us something that's very powerful. For he who likes these things is short-sighted. Even the blindness has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his old sin. See, a lot of people are still confessing, still doing every day, worried about what they've done wrong, how I'm going to do something right, how am I going to make this work, how am I going to make this work, See, all those things have been removed. All those things have been cast as far as the east is to the west to be remembered no more. Stop bringing up all your failures all the time and let's talk about the finished work of Christ. And what a powerful thing that the finished work of Christ, because the word cleansed all your sins, that means that's a word that means continuously is doing it. Listen. What you're going to do tomorrow, he's already forgiven you. You say, well, pastor, are you just giving people license to sin? Absolutely not. I'm freeing people up from the consciousness of sin because you and I have been removed from the consciousness of sin. And this is the true gospel that the freedom, that the grace, the love, and the mercy. See, I think he come that we may have life and have life more abundantly, John 10 and 10. What a wonderful thing. I think the church needs to learn how to live instead of stop trying to die all the time. You've already died died to the things of this flesh. You've died to the things of, of, of the body and you are operating in the spirit because you're not a flesh being anymore. You're a spiritual being. You possess a soul and you live in a body. Your soul is made up of your mind, your will, and emotions. What a wonderful thing to know that we have been forgiven. Not going to be forgiven. We have been forgiven. Past present, and future. What a wonderful thing to know that you've been forgiven of all your sins that you're ever going to commit. Why? Because you have His divine nature inside of you and you're living and moving in Him. What a wonderful thing to know that. God bless you. Till next time.